What's up, everybody? Welcome back to No Pain, No Gain with your host, the one and only Marissa Payne. <laughs> um, so thank you again for tuning back in for another episode. Today, I actually have a special guest with me. Um, we met a few months back when he joined the Success Circle, which is the mastermind that we're both a part of. And he's grown to be a great uh, friend and colleague of mine. So he's a very, he's an awesome guy. He's definitely, you know, a family man. He's a go-getter. He's an amazing businessman. I actually had the pleasure of just listening to him uh, close a deal. And I was like, man, I need to take some notes. <laughs> so uh, with no further ado, let me have him introduce himself and just talk a little bit about who he is and um, what he currently does for a living. So. Thank you, Marissa. I appreciate the opportunity to, to reach to uh, help you out as, as well as your, your audience. So a little bit about myself is, so right now I'm 33 years old. I've been an entrepreneur mainly most of my life. A lot of us don't realize it when we're selling when we're selling door-to-door supplies, cutting people's grass, doing, doing uh, washing cars, whatever it might be. Those are all entrepreneurial. So I didn't realize it until about three years ago when I was really... Um, legally an entrepreneur instead of just side hustles so um so i was in the military for 10 years got out started my business two months before i got out with zero direction zero direction zero knowledge no degree no nothing and so three years we jump here three years later um i have i have about five different businesses that i'm working on but my main focus right now is um the residential cleaning as well as uh, my own podcast as well. Okay, awesome, cool, yeah. Well, thank you again for being here um, and being willing, you know, to open up with your story. Um, so last week on my podcast, I talked about, you know, negativity and what it can do for you in your life, and I touched on the topic of, you know, your environment and who you surround yourself with. And so I know that you, you know, you know the power of your circle of influence. And, you know, that's something that you're really big on. So that's why I wanted to have you come and, you know, speak about it and speak to it, um, speak to my listeners. So um, hopefully, you know, you can shed some light on it and maybe open their eyes on a few things. Um, But a little before we get into that, um, can you maybe talk about, you know, your background, your upbringing and the path you kind of envisioned for yourself before you actually got into business? Okay, so uh, growing up, growing up, I was a real, I was a bad kid, like... (laughs) I was rough and reckless. Um, I actually, you didn't even know this, but I actually got arrested in fifth grade for selling drugs. Oh, wow. I definitely didn't <laughs> so, know that. <laughs> so, yeah, I actually got arrested in fifth grade for selling weed. Mm. Um, obviously, it was like the start. I mean, you know, you go into these programs. There was a program called, uh, what was it called? Scared Straight. So, I went into Scared ah. Straight. Didn't do me any good. The, like the one on TV? Yeah, yeah. like the one on TV where you visit the prison, the prisoners yell at you. Wow. I was actually there, but I, I was hard-headed. That. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was completely <laughs> hard-headed. I was not. I was in sixth grade, probably about 11 or 12 years old, mm-hmm. not even scared, real oh, hard-headed. Man. Damn, you were, you were tough. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Now that I think about it, like, wow. Yeah. What was wrong with me? <laughs> and, you know, I was around the gang. I was around gangs, started drinking about 13 or 14 years old. Um... Basically, you know, my my friends and my friends were more of a family than my family was, mm. and um, you know, I was the only only boy at school or only boy in my family. So my outlet was my cousins. My cousins were were you know a lot older than me. They were they were actual grown adults mm. uh, teaching me their ways. Okay. So which were the bad the wrong ways, and so for the longest time, you know, let's fast forward. 
basically from fifth grade all the way till about 19 years old i was completely around all the wrong people mm-hmm. you know uh, around it went from weed to to meth from 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 beer to to true hardcore liquor mm-hmm. and um this was like a day a, a bottle a day kind of thing and it was just ridiculous you know and then out of, out of nowhere you know um I was actually bored one day, ended up joining the military. I walked into the recruiting station because I had nothing better to do okay. for the day, you know? And yeah. it's just crazy that um, that all of those bad influences, they serve no purpose. I, I, I learned to live a little bit, and I actually got that out of my system, but there was no real purpose. With with the bad influences, I lost sight of my goals. I lost sight of, I lost sight of my family. I lost sight of every single thing like i had zero i had zero um what do you call it knowledge about the future i never even the future was not in my vocabulary right you know yeah yeah that that makes a lot of sense i think that's the reality of it when you know you say you don't really feel close to your family at home people go and find that family in those Mm -hmm. gangs and that that negative you know circle so you said you know future wasn't really in your vocabulary you weren't thinking about it so when would you say was your like your light switch moment basically when you kind of open your mind and that Mm -hmm. like the just something went off and it kind of changed you to be like hey i do have a future and then got you you know into business and like how did you get started and all that yeah so for me it was it was really abrupt i mean um you know just to let you know when i was growing up in elementary school my family used to ask me what do you want to be when you grow up and it was always a doctor so i was always saying oh yeah i want to be a doctor but i lost sight of that because i think what i should what what i implement now is i ask my kids all the time what do you want to be mm-hmm. so that way they're always it's always top of mind that their goal yeah you know what yeah. i mean so that's just for the listeners but um for myself it was really abrupt i, I joined the military um out of nowhere like a month a month after my birthday when i walked into the recruiting station a month later, I was in boot camp. So, so you know, I went through. So it was a real eye opening for me. It helped me. It helped me grow up into a man. It helped me get some responsibility, some structure, mm-hmm. and it brought out the leadership in me that I always had. Because people would always follow me anyway. It's just mm-hmm. in a negative way. Right. Right. And for me to become an entrepreneur and to actually learn that word was about a year before I got out. So, um, in 2012, I started reading. Um, Somebody had pointed a book out to me called Rich Dad Poor Dad. Mm, I read that book. book. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just read that book. It opened up my mind. Um, Fully wasn't there, but I learned that you can actually make a lot of money in real estate. So, so that was my path right there. I I, zero knowledge of what I was gonna do. Two months before I got out, I just started a real estate company. Like I just jumped into it with 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 all just hope. (laughs) You know what I mean? So. And, and, you know, after I got out two months later, so June 2013, I got out, started looking for income, looking for jobs. And then I realized that my time is worth more than they're going to pay me. Yeah, right. You know, uh, how can I build a business? This is how I was thinking at the time. You know, I had money saved up, but how can I build a business if my time is fully devoted to a full-time job? Yes. You know, and that's what ended up happening was I said, screw it. I'm not going to get a job. I'm just going to. I'm just gonna sweat it out. Right, you know? I'm just right. gonna make it happen, and that's pavement. what we yeah, that's what we ended up doing. You know, it was either do or die, yeah. and 
what I what, the way I look at it now and the way I always tell everybody is you really find out what you're made of when your back is up against the wall Absolutely. or when you're broke. Then you're going to yes. find out what you're made of. Yes, I totally agree with that <laughs> statement. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's a great story. I'm glad you had that realization because, you know, not you wouldn't be here right now. I yeah, don't even yeah, know exactly. you, but yeah, I think, like you that said. That would have been a travesty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, cool. So, um, so maybe shifting into the whole circle of friends topic, mm-hmm. um, when would you say and, and how exactly, you know, did you realize the power of your circle of influence? Like, was it, you know, when you went into the military? Was it when you started your business? Like, you know, exactly when okay. and how? So, uh, just for the record, while I was in the military, I was still... I was still causing a little bit of a ruckus with my circle of influence. Not the gangs or anything, but there's actually, uh, you know, unfortunately, there's actually bad influences within the military, too. Mm. So we, we would still be uh, drinking, late, partying all night, all weekend, all week. And I think the light bulb for me was, wasn't until about, about two years after I got out of the military. Okay. And... So when I was doing my real estate company, I didn't have to change my circle because I just had to add to it. So I added investors to it. I added real estate professionals. But I still had the bad elements of people that weren't moving anywhere. Mm-hmm. No no illegal crimes or anything, but they weren't moving anywhere. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? That can so, be detrimental. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, um, so the first two years, it was all about me and just having a good time, working my own businesses myself. And then I started realizing I just sound like a salesman. I'm not growing at all. Not, I'm not doing anything that's helping me out. Really, I'm trying my ass off, but there's no there's no good energy coming in. Right. You know. So last year uh, in 2016, I was just I, I I can't remember where I got it from, but I just started thinking I need to put myself in a position of leadership. Mm-hmm. I need to put myself in the authority position where people see me not as a salesman. You know, so that's how I ended up joining the Chamber of Commerce and where I met um, where I met Stephen. So it was right around the beginning of last year when I decided I need to change like my complete circle of influence. Everybody I had around me were positive, but there was zero knowledge. Like mm. they were they were all kicking around the same ideas for yeah. the past five to twenty years. You know, mm, yeah. So not taking that action. Yeah, I mean it's good that they had positivity, <clears throat> but. Do they really resonate with what you're trying to do? Are they growing? Yes. Are they helping you grow? Yes. Um, and a big factor for me was their income. What yeah. were they? What, where were they at? Yeah, I'm so glad you said that because I feel like that's kind of where I was. Mm-hmm. My friends, they weren't so much negative, not at all. They were great people. We had some great bonds, you know. But like you said, they've been talking about stuff, but not putting it into action, or you know, the income, mm-hmm. or you know, just different situations. And like you said, there was no growth. So that's when I kind of realized as well. It was like last year, yeah. that same type um, around time. So, with that being said, so how has changing your circle of influence um, in your personal life and in your business life um, affected you? Like, would you say it has affected or influenced any decisions you've made like recently and what you're into now? Yeah, so I would say that uh, the complete shift of my inf- uh, the circle of influence was life changing. And the, the reason I say that is because my mind is open to more than just one industry of ideas. So uh, previously, obviously, you know, I was doing MLM mm-hmm. and everybody I had around me were in MLM. So we only had the same mindset. Yeah. So now with multiple industries giving me feedback in our mastermind, um, it's actually opened up my mind to what's real out there, what consumers want, 
the outside of the outside perspective right so that was a big thing and i also believe that it 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 definitely put me in a you have to you have to network strategically you know you have to put the right people around you strategically who are their influences who's following them Mm -hmm. what is their what are their goals yeah who's who who's guiding them you know i'm a big believer in you know the, the truth is in the results. Yeah. You know, absolutely. there's not a lot of talk out there. A lot of us, you know, there's a lot of talk, but there's zero results or zero action. So what I've seen with the success circle and, and shifting my circle was um, I, I've seen a shift in the way people see me. Mm-hmm. I have people, multiple people coming up to me through Facebook asking me what I'm doing, what's, what's going on. I see my old circle of influence looking at me as an authority figure now. Yeah. You know, because they're saying, like, wow, you're actually doing more than we thought you would. Right, right. You know, and they're still stagnant. So, yeah, so yeah I've definitely seen a, a personal development where I've just grown into myself. I've become more of myself and my leadership. And I also see that, I also see that, um, you know, I have a circle of people that I can rely on and we can turn to each other. Uh, I honestly, like, I, I, I say it all the time, my friends... I don't have that many friends out there because we have to be selective. Yeah. But I know that I have friends right here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's like a friend, friends and family. Yeah. All in absolutely. one. I totally agree. And um, I just wanted you to kind of touch on your uh, your what if business. What like okay. that? Would you say before coming in success circle and having this circle of influence, would that be of something that would have even crossed your mind and you put into action? And you know, yeah, exactly. you touch on that. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, I had zero, uh, well, first I had my own traditional real estate company, right. but the overhead was in the seven figures. Okay. So it was uh, I, it was over a million dollar projects, paying over $10,000 a month. Mm. So I've always looked at that as the example of traditional business, thinking right. that everything was going to be expensive. But when I actually got to know the success circle and Steven and these what if ideas, um, I actually found... I actually found a, a what if idea, which is the what if I started a cleaning business because it's going to be something that's monthly reoccurring fees, right? You know, and what I found was if I start that business, I can actually start it with well under budget. Yeah, you know, it was mm-hmm. under fifty dollars for me to start my business name, yeah. and that was it. We took off, so that's what I, it was. It was true guidance about what business can truly bring. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be indebtedness. You don't have to have to fear about getting loans and your yeah. credit or anything. Yeah, and I think that just shows you the power of your circle of influence because, yeah. like you said, before Success Circle, you weren't thinking of starting, you know, like a low income, or not mm-hmm. income, but like cost business and stuff. So, may you being here and having that guidance and those like-minded people around you yeah. got you a new way to have some residual income. So. Yeah, so I, I feel like I've been lied to for the past two years by other people telling me, mm. oh, traditional business is going to take up all your time, it's going to... You're gonna, it's going to eat up your money. You're going to have to have employees. You're going to have to do payroll. It's like just yeah. a bunch of people that were telling me stuff that weren't doing anything anyway. Right. You yeah. know, and that's that's that circle that I was around. Yeah. I hope you guys heard that. <laughs> he said, basically, he's making money being lazy now. So don't yeah. don't yeah. listen to the lies. <laughs> There's many ways to make money. Yeah. If, <laughs> just to give you guys an example real quick. Um I have currently this is a two-week start of a business so currently I have five uh, clients I have two workers uh, we've been paid over $200 in the past two weeks and $200 doesn't seem a lot 
but it's a lot when you're not doing anything. Exactly. So I just I sent some just people about out to there. Say that. Yeah, all he did was hire the people, close the deals, and that's two hundred dollars yeah. in his pocket. <laughs> so yeah, that's awesome. And like we said, it's residual. So you know, yeah. what could you do with the extra two hundred dollars a month? Yeah, everyone can use some extra money. So yeah. that's awesome. Okay, well. Would you say you have maybe any last advice or words for the listeners regarding circle of influence or, you know, any choices they make every day or just business in general? Yeah, the, the main thing that I like to, to, to share with everybody is you got to write your list out. You got to write your five, the top five people that you hang out with the most and the five people that are just um, people that are stagnant that you hang out with also. So you want your growth friends, you want five, your top five growth friends, people that are going places that talk about ideas that are actually taking action. And then you have your maintenance friends, the people that that are not holding you to a higher standard. They're not going to be, they're not going to keep you accountable of your goals. They're not going to, they're going to even shut down some of your goals because it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So... You want to minimize the amount of time you spend with your maintenance friends. You don't have to get rid of them, but but truly minimize the time you spend with them and mm-hmm. maximize the time with your growth friends, the people that are gonna that are gonna push you forward. They're gonna hold you to a higher standard than you hold yourself, yes. and they're gonna keep you accountable of your goals. And because they know you're worth more and your time's worth more, and there's just something about being around the right people that brings a different energy into the world yes and i think it definitely changes the way you see yourself as well because like you said they're pushing that good energy into you Mm -hmm. giving you confidence and helping you with guidance and it just shows you a whole new light so i definitely agree with you there and when you were speaking actually it made me think of something um last year i attended a conference and there was a speaker don't really remember his name but (laughs) he talked about he kind of touched on circle Mm -hmm. influence and he said it's always great to have a plus an equal and a minus in your life so it's kind of like you said have your five growth friends and have your five maintenance friends um with him so he had his plus which is you know the friends kind of above him where he can follow get guidance from and you know learn from then Mm -hmm. he had his equal so pretty much his current friends and you know they're all kind of on the same level maybe working towards the same thing but maybe just not growing as much and then Mm -hmm. you have your minus and i would say in that don't think of yourself as oh i'm better than this person but just someone you know maybe you're a little ahead of so that you can you know really realize that you're making progress but also you can maybe lead them so it's it's Mm -hmm. another kind of confidence boost in the same way so i would definitely say those are three great things to like you said list out and just think about and realize so yeah it's, it's going to be one of the hardest things that you'll have to do is to cut out some friends yes it's definitely going to be one of the hardest but we've all been there um anybody that's successful will tell you the same thing that your circle of friends and your associations are going to be one of the most in, most impacting factors to your success yeah absolutely it's all it's all about getting out of your comfort zone yeah. that's really what it is because you can't grow in your comfort zone so if you have those friends that aren't helping you grow then mm-hmm. sorry to say it but you got to cut them off you know not completely where you like hate yeah. them now but just you no, can't absolutely, spend absolutely. as much time with them anymore no, absolutely so. and, and there's if they're your true friend there's not going to be any hard feelings yeah I have I have a buddy that um that I still keep in touch with. We we talk every couple weeks, mm. and he's okay with not having a job. You know, he's okay with living with his mom. Mm. But he still, I still know that if I need something, I can rely on him. Right, you know right. what I mean? And back yeah. and forth. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, definitely keeping those connections, but 
just got to make sure you're you're growing. So yeah, cool. Absolutely. Okay. Well, thank you again for being here. I really appreciate you coming, sharing some value and your story. Um, so before we go, you want to maybe give yourself a shout out, how they can reach you, find you, get yeah, any sure. more you know advice yeah. or questions, comments. Yeah, sure. You. Um, mm-hmm. you, you can uh, you can either text the number text the word hustle. That's H U S T L E to the number seven six six two six. Again, that's hustle to seven six six two six, and you'll have my you'll have my uh, digital business card. Ooh, awesome! I, I like the hustle. He actually has his own podcast. You want to shout that out really yeah, quick? Yeah, uh, go ahead. It's inspired. That's a uh, past tense. Inspired to hustle. Uh, inspired the number two hustle.com. Yeah, so go check that out. I know he has a, got a lot of great interviews on there as well so including like said, including miss marissa yes <laughs> thank you thank you yeah. <laughs> so yeah like i said just you know thank you for being in i just close this out really quick so um thank you guys again for listening um i truly hope you know you got some value and just something from this podcast that's going to make you make you take a step back and just think about you know where you are your circle of influence and what you need to do to grow and like we said you know it's not going to be easy but it is very necessary to succeed so like i said thank you for tuning in and i will catch you all on the flip side